Hey there, welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. Holidays, Herman is coming to join us. We're a few minutes late. We're running late. Are you going to shut the door so that we don't have to listen to your music? You're cooking dinner. I'm working on it. What's for dinner? Lobsters. Lobsters. We're going to try a new lobster recipe. Maybe we'll enjoy them this time. <laughs> We're trying to learn how to cook the lobsters. I got a lot spoiled. of lobster and they never really come out great. When somebody else cooks them, they're great. I'm not. I'm working on it. Anyway. Tonight's agenda, we're playing, we're going to play a very, what you said, we're, gonna we're play going a to play a game and you have no idea what it is. I have no idea. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Um, but first we have to wait until there's more people coming before we start playing the game. Did you post so, our, our Santa stuff? Um, I posted a photo of our Santa, but we, the actual real, we dressed up in, um, Christmas costumes. He was Santa Claus. I was, I don't know, Mrs. Claus, I guess. And we did some filming. So that will be coming on Saturday. Oh, okay. Saturday. Yes. It is not publicly yet. Oh, it's, it's secret. Christmas, Christmas. If you've gotten to see it, then you're a special person. Okay. We're going to answer a few questions. Then we're going to play our game. First question, Christina. When working on rider position, is it best to focus on one thing at a time or several simultaneously? So many things to attempt to master. What is the best approach? Uh, what I did early on and still now today, but at the beginning, all the time, I'd start at my feet. I'd go, okay, what are my feet doing? Then my ankles, then my knee, my hips, my shoulders, my elbows, right? My head. And by the time I got to my head, my feet were wrong again. So start back at the bottom and work my way up. And that's... That's how I did it. But I think you should start with your seat because your seat is like the most important thing that your seat, like that you're sitting straight, that you're following. Okay. And then work your way and then back to your seat. But yeah, I think it's important though with your rider position that so you, what do you do. You go to your seat, to your hands, to your feet, no, to seat, your head. leg, hand. But I also think shoulders, there's, there's some things with your rider position, like your alignment, ear, shoulder, hip, heel. Yeah. That's, that's the most important thing. And then everything else comes after that. And a lot of times I think people focus on their hands and the problem is actually their seat. So For like sure. I did a rider position pyramid. I wonder if I have any of those, but basically it goes seat, leg, hand. Oh, here's my rider position pyramid. So rider position basics are your alignment. And then we have seat, leg, hands. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, do you have any tips or exercises to prevent a four beat canter? More transitions and more forward. Yes. Both of those things. Jumping. Jumping. Javelettis, ground poles, jumping. Yes. Okay. I can't seem to stay in the canter. Is there a secret I don't know about? 
Um, it's not so much that it's a secret, but you have to be committed to the idea of going fast. <laughs> Cantor is fast. You have to be okay with going fast. And I know forward isn't fast, but just think I love going fast. You have to be committed. And if you're tentative, if you're hesitant, your horse is going to, he's going to break. That's a good one. That I think is, that's the yeah. thing I see the most. You have to want it. You have to want your horse to keep going. And, and whatever happens, you will insist that he keeps going. And that, that's a commitment. Yeah. So, but that's like, that's why we're good. Cause you have your version. I have my version. I think sometimes too, though, like, cause I'm riding this young horse right now and she sometimes breaks out of the canter because she gets out of balance. Like right, because, she gets, do. Sure. because she gets long and on the forehand and she breaks to the trot. So sometimes it can be good to practice your transitions, like to say, okay, I'm going to canter one circle and then I'm going to ask my horse to trot and then I'm going to get organized in the trot and then I'm going to pick up the canter again because if it's just like you keep cantering and your horse is getting strung out and on the forehand, then um, that's not good either. So sometimes transitions are a really good thing and make sure that you're not nagging, like that you get your horse to canter and then try to push your heels down. Cause a lot of people grip and then their horse breaks because they already have their leg on. And so they can't do anything else. Like they can't put any more leg on. Yeah, you've got to be able to assess really why the horse is breaking. And if it's you know, on young horses, for sure, they lose their balance. And I'm not advocating chasing them back into the canter. Always get your check your balance. But the majority of the things I see is riders not really wanting to stay in the canter. And whoever said, yes, Cavalettis do help uh, with impulsion and building backs. Okay, next question. This is a good one from Ellie. When dismounting, I've heard and I practice taking my left foot out of the stirrup prior to swinging my leg over. So if the horse takes off, my foot doesn't get stuck in the stirrup. In your opinion, are there pros and cons to this? You recommend keeping the toe of your boot in the left stirrup to dismount. I'm just wondering if one way is better than the other. I think uh, we do this differently. Right. I, I take both feet out and vault out of the saddle. Um, I think... Yeah. But that's I think probably I'm a minority. The, no, I think, I, I think that's the English way, and I do it the Western way. Where you leave your foot in, but lots yeah. of people do because not everybody can come to the ground like that. Yeah, but if you leave your foot in the stirrup, it's really important that you get like wiggle your foot out. So like only the very tip of your left toe is in the stirrup. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to swing your leg over and then have one foot stuck in the stirrup, and then you like fall over on your butt or in my case get drugged has that happened to you uh no the horse uh the stirrups were narrow i was a, somebody else's saddle young horse and uh, i got buck loose out of the tack i couldn't get my right foot out of the stirrup and we were cantering down the road and i just tucked my chin and held my shoulders and bounced on my shoulder oh until my i God. could get my foot loose that sounds terrible eh. okay are you ready for our game okay let's play a game those of you guys that are watching you can ask questions. I'll start with some questions I've been brainstorming. Then you guys can ask more questions. Okay. Do we have props for our game? Do you remember the game? We played it at our wedding. 
Uh, yeah, remember the question: who who was the better rider? And then you had to lift the shoe. Oh my gosh! Okay. So you're I'm so the here's how okay, the game works. Go. Okay, I'm, I'm obviously no. the flip flop. Yes, he's the big flip flop. I'm the little croc. Okay, so I'm gonna ask a question, and then we raise whoever like if i raise a crock that means me if he if i raise a shoe that means oh me. and then we'll see if we get the same answer yeah the okay. shoe game okay first question who is the better teacher <laughs> i think you're the better teacher i get kind of excited and scare people and you're really good at explaining things I I make good pictures. That's yeah. true. You but. gave me a really good lesson today on Kensington because I, we were working on the Piaf and sometimes I think we all do that. I've seen you do it too. Like when the horse gets stiff, you want to just like seesaw their head around. And while that might be cathartic at the moment, it doesn't really supple your horse. Yeah. So we were working on keeping like one bend and making him supple in that bend. And then you stayed better through. Okay, someone has a question for us. Better. Which one sits the trap better? Oh my God, really? You think you sit the trap better than me? <laughs> Why? I follow more. Fine. Okay. I think, I think you're winning so far. Okay. Okay. We've answered two um, questions. <laughs> Okay, okay. here's another question. Who does Levi love the most? <laughs> he used to be my dog when he was the first four years. I took him everywhere, but then schedules changed. Now Amelia takes him everywhere, and all I do is bring him food and take him outside. So. Yeah, it was pretty funny on Sunday. I was Very doing sad. my lecture with the Stride students, and her mom came home and the door was open and Levi like didn't even go out to see him. He was just like, we're in office hours. This is really important that I'm in the background okay. here. So that question. Who PFs better? That's that. But then I who is, better. But she asked two questions in one. <laughs> and who better explains the process? I think I explained it better to the horses and you explain it better to the riders. Okay. And I'll buy that. <laughs> I'll for sure buy that okay um who has a higher standard for their horses <laughs> I'm, a, I'm casual i just like to play with my horses um who had the better costume for our christmas video that's coming <laughs> i did it was, but oh my god! Gave me the costume. It somebody was gave, so good. You won't even you won't even you won't recognize, even recognize him. You can't see me. Yes, you won't even recognize him. Okay. Um, who is more likely to forget a major piece of gear at an event? Me? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm so anal. I can't say I don't. I'm. I'm going with that. <laughs> who is? Hey, who where, likes to come show? on, where is, come on, where is, <laughs> okay, he's, honey, where's, he's been on a mission to organize the tack room at the barn, which is, we have a lot of messy people, myself included, and he says today, there needs to be a place for everything, everything has to have a place, and I said, honey, it's just not going to be that way. <laughs> 
And Amelia, okay. Amelia, who likes the show more? Me. Yeah. Okay. I had some other good ones in here. I have to look at my notes. Um, who drives the truck and trailer better? Tell yeah. them the story about the um the horse trailer. Your oh. truck and trailer. Which, when we first started dating. He had oh, a truck and trailer. Yeah. It, I still have the same truck. I've had that truck for 20 years. It's a Ford F-350 with a diesel motor, 7.3 liter, fabulous truck. Um, and so one day I took it somewhere and they said, oh, Amelia let you use your, her truck. I was like, wait, no, that's my truck. <laughs> but she was going around in many places in my rig. And so somebody thought that she was kind enough to borrow my, my own truck. I don't Anyway, yeah. Okay, next question. Who is better? Oh, who knows me? What? It says Herman wears flip flops around horses. Who is That's that? That's Gail. Oh. Amelia wins the never forgets tack. Okay. Um, I forgot my question now. We oh, were sorry. interrupted. Um, who is better at getting horses to relax? Oh, wait, I held up the wrong shoe. Yeah, you are. It was so funny. So when we first started dating, I had this horse named Trump. He was my first Grand Prix horse. And I would kind of think like you're super loud and like big. I would think that horses would be afraid of you. But anyways, Trump would get so worked up and hot and difficult and he would get on him and like manage. Well, there was one near death experience. But then after that, you'd get on him and he'd get like all mellow and chill and relaxed. And I would get on him and he'd get all hot and anxious. Yes. I'm, I'm good with the hot ones. You're good with the cooler ones. It's, tell fire, them, tell them about. Them and I chew them out. Tell them about Frankie. Frankie has been a year and some change and she almost holds the bit. <laughs> uh, this is his young horse. Yeah. And, uh, but she doesn't gallop around anymore. Um, she's it's it's been a long, long road. But um, and I'm seeing light at the end of the tunnel. It's very exciting. And she walks now. And when I got her, I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk on a buckle. I couldn't walk around the property. The thing was lateral and 90 miles an hour. And she's just now starting to carry some weight behind. And and in the trot, I can let go of the reins, and she'll stay around. And Canada parts are kind of kind of kind of. But she's starting to sit, so I'm excited. I think, how old is she? Six? Coming seven, right? Yeah. Coming seven. So it's been a year, it'll be a year and a couple months. Yeah. I've had her. But I think it's, it's interesting. Like I'm definitely better at getting horses hotter and sharper. And I think I also like, I like put more pressure on the horses because, which it isn't necessarily good. I mean, there's a balance. Like if you don't put any pressure on your horse, they never move up the levels, but you're definitely good better at getting them to relax and I'm better at like getting more out of them. But then sometimes that comes like for me, it comes at the expense of tension. Like today with Kensington, you're like, he has to relax. He has to breathe softer. Um, you where you get your horses more relaxed and sometimes you don't like put enough don't pressure. Demands on them and right. never, it's too much. Yeah, let's go surfing. Right. Yeah. And right. that that's the hard part because if you don't push your horses, they don't move along the levels. If you push them too hard, you lose the relaxation and the suppleness. So 
Okay, the one who asked who does more groundwork? <laughs> Me. You're I, like, oh, just get on. I'm so much. I just think I'm better in the saddle than I am from the ground. Because I should lunge that Frankie, and then that never goes as well as when I ride her. So, yes, groundwork is a good thing. I like my groundwork. I've been teaching Luigi to pee off passage in hand. It's getting good. Okay, who's the cook? How young? Uh, I would say I, we already answered that. I would say we're both the cook. Yeah, um, I used to do a lot more of the cooking, and now it's more 50 50 ish. He does, um, he cooks all the fish and lobster. And I make a hell of a salad. I like to cook, like, I like to eat vegan. So I cook a lot of, like, easy vegetable meals for dinner. Who's developed more Grand Prix horses? Yeah. You had Q. You got Q to the Grand Prix. Q and, and other Q. I, I had two horses named Q, and they both went to the Grand Prix. And let's see. I had Trump, Catalina, Geronimo. Natasha. And now Harvey. Harvey's almost there. Yeah. Almost there. Okay. Um, oh, I have another another one. Who has better geometry? <laughs> You're like the geometry Nazi. I'm enthusiastic about my lines and everybody else's lines. Yes. So when we first but just think about it, if <laughs> if you guys were on the freeway and people didn't stay in their lane, you would be upset. You have to stay in your lane. <laughs> when we first started dating, I we were at this barn and I was starting. I it was when I first moved to California and I had like six three year olds to start. So I had all these like completely unbroke horses and there was this giant jump arena. And he would come and he would ride Q. There wasn't a dressage court set up. He would ride Q and he would put like a perfect dressage court in the middle of this jump arena. And he would like do his circles and you'd see the footprints and like none of the footprints ever went outside of the court. And you could see like all the circles and the diagonals. And then I would come in the arena and it would just be like... <laughs> Like Where mayhem and all this. Well, I was on unbroke courses. Well, yeah, no, I, I couldn't there's, see her. there's a time and a place. I know. But yes, geometry is important because it gets your horse on the eights. You've taught me that. Geometry and patterns. And I see that a lot from you guys, from my students, especially those of you guys that are in strides with me. When you send me in videos, I just want to, I want to say like, you have to have a plan when you get on your horse, like, where are you going? What speed are you going? You can't just get on and wander around. And that's what geometry and like patterns and figures, that's what it gives you is it gives you purpose and it gives you direction. And just by doing that, you get your horse on the ease. So it's like very concrete, like am I going where I'm supposed to be going? And that gets your horse with you and on the eights. It right. makes you the leader. It makes you in Bingo. charge. That's what it is. It makes you the leader. You say, horse, we're going here. And in the absence of your leadership, bad things will happen. It's true. Um, okay. Let's see. What else do I have? I'm running out of good questions. Okay. Who is more 
loved and wanted on the online video channels. No, you, everyone loves you. I was reading these surveys from my strides members again, and they were all like, the only thing we want is we want more videos with Herman. <laughs> and this other lady was saying how her, her son was inspired to ride because of you being on the Q and A. You're uh, inspiring more men into uh, yeah, our into yeah. our sport. There should be more sport. Yeah, see both of you. It's not it's not one or the other. The combination. Yeah, it's not one or the other. The combination. But it would be nice to see more dudes riding. Yeah. Who has more patience with their students? Oh, that's a good one. I definitely have more patience. So whenever he starts to lose his patience with his students, Levi gets up in his lap and like sits on his lap. Like it scares Levi. Yeah, so Levi's yeah. Yeah. But I think there's a balance because um Sometimes, so this is a funny dichotomy between the two of us. So I put more pressure on my horses when I'm riding them. You put more pressure on your students. And there's a balance, I think, because like when you're teaching, you know, it, it depends on the student. Like some students respond right. better to that like pressure and some don't like, I don't like to be yelled at. So, but I do think, for example, if you're in a lesson and you tell your student sit back and nothing happens that and you say it 17 times <laughs> right and so that's part of being an effective <clears throat> teacher is that you have to for one as a student you have to really try to do what your teacher is telling you to do like if they say sit back you have to really put that effort into like okay i'm going to sit back and yeah if you're trainer keeps telling you over and over again to sit back, then maybe you're not sitting back. And that's also where I think video is really helpful because sometimes you, when you see it, you believe it. Like if your trainer tells you sit back, sit back, sit back, you're like, well, I'm sitting back. But sometimes if you see a photo or a video, then you realize like, wow, I'm really tipping forward. So yeah, well, they've done the research on that. You could, you know, uh, the video, you will learn 80% faster if you watch your videos. When I first started to ride, my position was so horrible, I couldn't stand looking at the videos. So it was a while before I could look at them. Oh, yeah. But 80% faster. I mean, it makes sense, though, because we're such visual. visual. I mean, so much of our brain is dedicated yeah. to sight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, I think we're going to have lobster. What are our Christmas plans? We're going to be going to go blanketing horses. Feeding. supplements and then our uh, groom is taking the day off so let us know in the chat what you guys are planning for the holidays also i hope you guys are um staying warm it's like freezing cold in the wet rest of the country my mom lives in colorado she said it was negative five this morning so we're enjoying our um sunny california maybe we will go to the beach yeah, the weather's going to be great here. Sundays. Someone's asking about leg boots. We have a video coming out soon about leg boots. And no, I haven't really changed my protocol. I think boots are good. Um, yeah. Boots be, offer protection. And support. And support. But there is some debate that they can heat up the tendons, which is why I like to put the liners under my polar wraps. 
So. So let's see. Negative 33 in Montana, freezing in Oregon. Wow. All right. Negative There's some huge 35. Storm. There's some yeah. Arctic thing happening. There's a yeah. 50 degree drop in the temperature. Yeah. It's like crazy cold everywhere else. Cheryl says it's negative 32. Ontario's getting a big storm. Okay. You guys, California is like, it was what, 75 today? It was so beautiful today. Oh, and yesterday was the solstice, which means summer's the days coming. are getting longer. Summer's right around summer the summer is coming. I know we have to get through winter and spring, but the days are getting longer. Yes. So I hope you guys all have a wonderful holiday. Stay tuned for our Saturday video, which is very fun. Um, riding around all dressed up in Christmas stuff. And that's it. Happy holidays, everyone. Bye. So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions. And I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.